Welcome, Welcome to, to Quick, Shots. Quick Shots. Welcome to the Quick Shots with your favourite cousins, no, friends today, favourite friends, James mm-hmm. and Mitch. And Mitch, I, I believe, if if I'm not mistaken, I gave you one last week, so you're going to get two this week. Yes. And I get to start by, by you do. first serve. So dealer's choice. Dealer's choice on these questions. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with um, this one here from Wendy. What does it mean to be financially independent? I hear uh, about it all the time, but I'm not actually sure what it means. Jeez, you've hit me with the big one. <laughs> you've hit me with the big one. But, um, well, I didn't want to answer. Yeah, of course. Uh, now, great question, Wendy. And I think um, I'd make the first point to say that I think it can mean different things depending on, you know, personal circumstances. So I'm going to, I guess, give you an indication of what it means to me. And to be financially independent to me is to own your own home unencumbered. So that means obviously no debt on it and drawing an income that allows you to live, you know, and live a lifestyle that you want to in retirement. So whether that's 100 grand a year, 200 grand a year, 300 grand a year, it, it may differ, but effectively means to own your own home and earn an income off a certain amount of investment properties that gets you enough of an income to live the lifestyle that you want. Or any, any investments really. But, well, yeah, but sorry, yes, in, any investments, in, but f- yeah, for, for me it's, it's likely going to be property because um, I don't know anything else. I don't know anything about anything else, but uh, <laughs> in any event, thank you, Wendy. Um, I'm going to hit you, James, with a question from Shahir. Now, Great. Shahir has uh, written through and said that their mortgage broker has recently um, told them that banks are now focusing more on income rather than equity positions when determining um, the capacity to borrow money. How does this impact the model and, and what have you seen out there? Yeah, so I think you, you're right, here in that everyone's got equity today. If you've owned property for the last two or three years, you're sitting on equity. So it's not it's not the big challenge that faces that people face when they're trying to grow portfolios and, and keep investing uh, for, in, in that sense. The challenge is around serviceability and, and that's probably more a product of a high interest rate environment and the fact that you've still got banks operating with uh, the settings post uh, the, the Banking Commission in 2018, where you've still got to have about a 3% buffer. So mm. that means you're having to service at 9.5% principal and interest. I don't think it Im- impacts the the model per se, but I, th- I think it certainly means that you've got to have more and more of an emphasis to pay down uh, bad debts. And 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 bad debts is is first and foremost your personal debts, um, debts on cars, credit cards, all that sort of thing. There they've got the effect of nine to one. So mm. so the bank will lend you nine dollars for every one dollar of debt that you've got in, in those sort of. We'll call them bad debts. And then this, the second one, it's not a bad debt, but I think you, your home debt is one where, again, the banks will lend you $3 of investment debt for every $1 that you owe against your own home. So if you can have a strategy to pay off your home faster and, and put more money into that home loan um, than, than you currently are, then that is going to be the best way for you to get around and manage and mitigate that risk of yeah, bank servicing calculators, buffers, all of those things which are a challenge today, more so than than equity. But yeah, great great question. Just something we've got to have a strategy for. We can't avoid that risk you hear. Uh, last one here from Scott. Uh, hey, James and Alex. I'll say Alex slash Mitch. Uh, <laughs> do you have any uh, tips on some good investment and personal development books, podcasts, et cetera, that I could sink my teeth into over the Christmas break? 
Yes, nice question. And I should have probably read all of the questions before I hit you with Shahir's question earlier because <laughs> I don't have any off the top of my head, but I do have a good book recommendation. Here we go. Unfortunately, it's not in the um, you know self-help and personal development area, but I just recently finished The Fallen Hero, um, which is the uh, Chris Masters book about... Ben Robert Smith and, and the whole defamation case between him and Fairfax Media. So yeah. very good read, um, very interesting to see. But I'm going to throw that question back to you, James, because I think you would have some recommendations for Scott, and we don't want to uh, we don't want to rip him S- off here. S- Scott, I, I love my biographies and autobiographies. I feel like that is where there's just so much wisdom waited, waiting to be uh, learnt and picked up on the experiences of others and um, and look, uh, I guess maybe in, in true homage or, or in paying homage to the great and late Charlie Munger who passed recently, he has got a great, uh, I guess it's like, a, it's like a, a, a biography of sort where someone's written about Charlie Munger taking a lot of his uh, best writings and speeches over the years and it's, it's called Poor Charlie's Almanac. And it is um, it is basically the the life wisdoms uh, of Charlie Munger, and I read that recently and loved it. Uh, one of the ones where you just highlight every second page. So, wow, uh, biographies and autobiographies more broadly, and and you could start with uh, there's a few of them on Charlie Munger, but the uh, Poor Charlie's Almanac is is probably the, the best one. Great, there we go. Jeez, it was nice. Uh, it was nice to open up proceedings and give you the two yeah. harder ones. I, I was surprised you didn't pick that one uh, second. But no, thank you, Mitch. Um, we'll see you next week. Yeah, yeah. One last week one before last week. we're done for the yeah, year. Yeah, so episodes finish up next week. Last what, last drop until the new year? Last last drop for the for the year. So nice. uh, tune in next week. If you've got any questions, guys, we will re- we'll be recording next week. So please send them on through and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next week. Have a great weekend. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Double Shot with your favourite cousins, Alex and James Fitzgerald. If you've got a burning question or something we absolutely need to talk about on the pod, please write to us. Both of our emails are in the show notes. For little real estate tidbits and a little bit of banter, okay, a lot of banter, you can follow us on the gram. Our handle is thedoubleshot.podcast. That, my friends, is thedoubleshot.podcast. Until next time, think of us when you sit back and sip your next double shot.